Bottom Girls Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Flat Bottom Girls. My name is Maddie. My name is Jordan, and today we're going to help you out. Yes, it's Tuesday, November 3rd, as you all know, which is election day. Uh, crazy times. We're here to provide you an hour of relief from the stress of. Yeah, throw America's the podcast downfall. in before the election, throw it in after the election. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's going to make you feel weird at least yeah if you're my mom you'll be listening in april 2021 and if you are hey here's a little speck of time from november 2020 here's a little flake here's a little (laughs) flake of the past um what are your plans for election night what are you gonna do today here's the here's the plan listen i already voted early motherfucker so everything's out of my control i'm going in with that mentality i isn't it funny how how the voting early thing, it was like, I was writing about this today, where it's like, vote or die, bitch. All the millennials better come out and vote. You gotta fucking put on your helmet and gear up for the war. And then you get there and you're like, all right, let's fucking vote, dude. And they're like, all right, here's a sheet of paper. And you're like, ready. And then they're like, just all you gotta do, fill in that tiny little bubble. And then you get a yeah. sticker. And you're like, God, can somebody punch me on the face on the way out or something? I know, like, you're like, I did it. You want to run out of there streaking? You're like, where's my fucking medal, bitch? Yeah, literally what it takes is to stay inside the lines and then you get a sticker as a reward. It's yeah. So patronizing. Actually. I'm like, we should have like a, they should have like a, you know, room that you go into and they shake right. you around a bit to feel like you did something. They should shake your biases out of you before yeah. you vote. They yeah. should shake it all, all, everything you think, shake it out, go in with a blank slate and pick based off whose name you like the best. I also went in there with such like, yeah, I just fucking waited in line around the block twice. I'm going right. in. Here we go. And I like immediately went to the little boxes and just put a huge check mark in them like an idiot. Oh. And, it, and then I read the directions and it was like, don't fucking do that. And Did I was you like, have to get it. a new Scantron? No, I just had to fill it in differently. Hopefully oh, it counted, my. but <laughs> who knows? And then on the back, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, when we were state voting for the ju- state judges or whatever, I was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Did I mean, you I the, should. Did you do the research or did you just like pick the one that was I did woman? Democratic. I, oh, oh, on that. Um, no, I didn't do my research. I, I did research on the other shit, the more local. But my local people in Queens, they were already who they're already in office. So yeah, Jabari's really in there, which was sick. Yeah. And uh, so it's. I'm in a pretty straightforward um, zone, uh, but it still feels good to do. It still feels like, yep, I did what I could this year. Um, totally. And I told I'm, not, I'm talking in my vibrator like it's a microphone right That's now. That's great. I love That's it. Um, um, it's so, it's, uh, yeah, I feel good about it. I feel like there's a little bit too much padding on the back for doing our fucking civic duty, but... I know it's crazy like no one voted till this year really like no one I don't know anyone who ever early voted everyone always goes on election day and finally early voting's being used it's very weird it's like we're a very reactive country I just talked to my mushroom dealer and he was like I'm gonna vote tomorrow 
And he was like, I think that, and I was like, okay, well then I have to pick up the mushrooms way later because it's going to take you hours. And he was like, no, I think it'll mostly be dead because everybody early voted. And I was like, no, mm. what? I Just, don't think so. No think way. It's going to be crazy. It'll be as crazy as other election years. It's just now more people yeah. voted. You know what I mean? Right. There's so many people voting this year. Yeah. And it's just like a ton of people early voting and in person on day of. Plus, more people get the day off work. So they're going to do that tomorrow instead of last week. And they didn't have early voting today. So probably today people just realized, oh, that was my last chance. Now I have to go tomorrow. I did it in bed where it was like, everybody stand in line six feet apart. Wear your mask. Da, 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 da. And then you get out mm-hmm. and there's like, now uh, just grab a random piece of pizza out of this box. Good job. And you're like, ooh. They had pizza at yours? Hell yeah. It was so what good. What the yeah. fuck? It was, was good pizza. Fitness? Wow. I, I mean, but I was like, this is not COVID friendly, but I will Definitely indulge. not. I, um, we didn't have pizza. I just got a sticker and a pen. Also, um, it's like all these white, li- it's all these like white liberals being like, I'm going to early vote. All these millennials being like, yeah, because fuck racism, fuck, you know. And then like these like actually of the neighborhood people would walk up and be like, could I have a piece of pizza? And they're like, not if you're voting, bitch. You're like, it was so ridiculous. Was yes, like, it's very, I feel like Brooklyn uh, political efforts are very like youthful, like this is what needs to change here. And the people who have been there since forever ago are like, sure. Yeah, totally. That sounds fun. Um, I don't think I'm even have a, a, my license in New York State. <laughs> yeah, there were so many millennials in this line. It was crazy. Yeah. So many hip kids waiting, gramming, yeah. Instagramming each other. Yep. In I think the line. Gram K, but yeah, gramming. I mean, basically, Definitely it was yeah, 150 gram keys. It. I mean. It's so weird that it you had to make voting like cool to get people to do it. Get the Instagram post. Yeah, I mean it was really really helpful. I mean it was mm-hmm. it did help the bullying that happened on social media to get people to do it and that was like an argument I got with one of my friends who was like I just think it's really fucked up that um we're, you know, kind of being manipulated into voting for an establishment Democrat, you know, and I was like, the reason why you feel like you're being bullied is because you're just used to, like, corporations and social media telling you what to mm-hmm. do, and, like, you're kind of conflating those things as opposed to what this, the vote or die thing is kind of conjured up by I, our generation being like, no, seriously, we actually have to vote or people will die. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's always this resistance to it. There's always this, like, um, oh, they're both equally bad. And I feel like that's just, like, a lazy, contrarian take at this point. Yeah. I've gotten, like, into arguments of people who are like, I'm not voting for either because I'm a fucking... I'm not going to get fooled. And there's, like, a lot of negative consequences of Trump getting another term that they're not thinking about. They're not thinking about, like, some kind of stability of Biden coming in and not firing his administration every other week. Yeah, I have friends who are like, I'm going to put in Bernie's name. And I'm like, well, why don't you just... Put, take the pen off the paper and poke yourself in the eye, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> right. I agree. Um, but I'm really proud of our generation. I think it's really cool and good. I do have a friend whose partner isn't voting. That was a interesting thing. There are a lot of libertarians that I think are, you know, keeping themselves inside because they're like, I'm not going to vote for the conservative Joe Biden. And it's just like, dude, at this point, you're just 
if you don't vote, then in my eyes, you just are a racist. Like if you, you know what I mean? Because at this point Mm -hmm. it isn't a conservative versus a Democrat. It's a conservative being Biden versus a white supremacist. Don't be crazy. And like, um, you hate poor people and immigrants and yeah, uh, it's hard to, um, I think the scariest thing is like, if you vote for Trump, we've kind of like bullied them so much that they're not admitting it in the polls Mm-hmm. So I think they might come out in droves on Tuesday or today, election day, and they, they, Trump might get more of the vote than we are predicting. If we had been smart about it, we would have hired a really cool country music band and had like a big, you know, event that they all had to get trapped at or something. Right. You know, we could have had right. some sort of Madison Square Garden should could have been like free Funyun giveaway. Right. Oh my gosh, they should have done that Madison Square like a fire fest in Madison Square, but the headliner is Gwen Stefani's husband Blake Shelton. And Yeah, the headliner is just like a hot dog. Yeah, and they have free food, free fried food and like a rodeo at the end. Ugh, I will say I would go to that. That event that you just described, yeah, I would love to ballin'. go to that. <laughs> oh my god, I miss rodeos. I, I don't know if I've been to one, but I miss them. That sounds better than the last event I went to at MSG, which was a fish concert. Um, uh, my friends went to that, I think. Was it like Baker's a couple dozen? a couple years ago? It was, uh, yeah, a few summers ago. Yeah, my friends went to that and like uh, mm-hmm. I I went to MSG for uh Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. and then The Who. No. My ex my ex-boyfriend's rich parents just like go to concerts. It's like they they like took a car from their hun- so hun- crazy. Huntington yeah. Huntington Long Island home yeah. to MSG. And then we went to a concert, and then we took a fucking car back. It was unbelievable. That's Man, awesome. dating rich is sick. It's, like, really finite, because eventually you just, like, become the help. But it is, like... Literally. It's good while it lasts. Well, Andrew and I went out to dinner with Andrew's friend from childhood on Friday, and he's dating the daughter of, like, a media mogul. And he's, like... We looked up her dad on Google. He's literally a billionaire. And they flew on a private jet from L.A. to New York just to visit for the weekend. And um, he owns, like, half of Barstool. He owns, like... Wait, they flew a private jet to New York City? From L.A., yeah. That's so cool. And meeting her and then reading about her dad after was very humbling. But I was watching the two of them and I was thinking, they might not last because either he's going to say... I can't handle this. It makes me very insecure how much money you have. Or she's just going to be like, oh, you're fucking poor. I can't deal with you. People I have a, re- it, it always, it most of the time ends up not working out unless you're Meghan Markle. I have a very firm belief that people stay pretty close to their tax bracket. And if they don't, they don't work Dude, out. It's so true. You stay close to your tax bracket. And for your for the most part, people stay in the class they were raised in as a as a kid. We pretty much have a caste system. Yeah, I've dated Rich and it's been really cool for a while and the moms really fall in love with me because I'm like this scrappy girl who's like, yo, I'll fix your dishwasher, no worries, babe. But then, you know what I mean? Or they're like, don't break up with Jordan. She knows how to repair the Honda, you know? Right. But then there gets to a point where it's like um, the leisure, the leisure starts to get to me, if that makes any sense, Mm -hmm. where the amount of like apathy around, you know, like 
we're going to go on vacation. And there's a lot of shame also that comes with boys who have a lot of money. And -hmm. I feel like I am representative of a lifestyle of the way that they wish that they had brought up by like two scrappy kind of intellectuals. But instead, they kind of have whack Prosecco rich parents. So that creates resentment. So whack. Yeah. I think I could date, like, a the son of, like, professors that were rich through, like, that. But usually it's right. just, like, old money that's, like, oh. kind of shameful and they feel bad right. about it. And they want to be like Bob Dylan. And I am like Bob Dylan, you know. So. They want to be like Bob Dylan, but they can't because they're so sheltered and they also don't have work ethic. And so they don't even, even if they were into songwriting, they would write one and be like, make me famous. Totally. Um, and it, so it would, they don't have that, like grit that maybe you and I might have. So And I get here. resentful. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're just going to, like, tap the fund and get $300 put into your bank account at the last minute Literally. because, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I... I mean, I dated a guy who had a lot of money. His parents had a lot of money, and it was like... Like, okay, an, an example would be, like, if we were, like, I would be doing carpentry all day or, like, really struggling to make ends meet so that we could pay rent, and he would just, like, tap the fund and make it happen for himself but like there was never a possibility of me being like could i borrow a couple hundred bucks this month because i'm short (laughs) because he would be like i don't have that money where do you think i'm getting it it's like i know yeah but like the last boyfriend i had it was like over quarantine i didn't have any money and it was like oh yeah my parents used to be poor and now they have money so now i'm okay so you can you know what i mean and but like if somebody is raised rich their whole time and is always a little bit like I love when people are rich and they're like, yeah, my parents have loads of money. It's crazy. You know, and they just like unabashedly admit it, but it's so rare. They end up being more fun. Um, Yeah. Lindsay Tyson, a comedian, raised rich. Her parents own a faucet company, bought an apartment in Manhattan with her inheritance. She admits it all the time. She's so fun. Always down the party. I have another friend who will constantly say, oh, but... My dad's money is new, so he's not, you know, he's not like that. He he really is good with, like, she won't come out and be like, yeah, I'm fucking loaded. And it's like, you have to, like, pad around her, like, avoidance of that. And um, she's always sending Venmo requests and stuff. I hate <laughs> the Venmo requests from rich splitting. people. It's so yeah, crazy. I know. And so you got, and I did a roast last week. For a Jersey or for a, a family in Brooklyn, like a big Jewish family, really wealthy Jewish people, and the whole time we just made fun of how rich they were, and they fucking loved it. I love people who display it, flaunt it, when... talk about it. Yeah, unlike those Dumbo shows or you know the Soho yeah. shows where you make fun of people, right? And they fucking turn on you because they they are they have low self-esteem so they think you'll attach their richness to their character or to their any job achievement they've had so they want to make it seem like no i got this but just by my talent you done it you didn't like the girl who was on the date with the guy who we went out with on friday her two brothers were like the original writers of it's always sunny in philadelphia would they have gotten that if they didn't have a insanely rich dad i want to say no Wow, that's nepotism, baby. Right, nepotism, baby. God damn. I think I need the a first time. Me too. I have no connections. I have like negative connections. When people see me, they're like, "Don't come here again." I've always thought I was lucky because I can always just go home and like work on 
carpentry projects with my parents right. to make a little money. You know what I mean? That's what, I've yeah. always been like, that's nepotism, right? <laughs> that they need like their roof fixed. When I was in college, my mom worked at a hospital like half hour from my college. And um, she got me a job at the front desk. And I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone. I, I feel ashamed. Right. She got me a job. I know. There's a difference a between a connection and nepotism, I think. But, it, yeah, I mean, I've dated multiple people who are, have a lot of money. And I will say that, like, I would say, like, four out of five of them I ended up doing jobs for. Like, carpentry jobs or, like... Right. And I always... It's so crazy. And then that dynamic switches and then it's all it's, over from there. It's fun at first because you're like, oh, my God, in-ground pool, finished basement, pool table in the basement. This is fucking awesome. And then there's just it's just a different like the first guy I dated who was super rich was in high school and he was a year ahead of me and he applied to every like the most expensive schools for college Vassar Westland um Hamilton Colgate like exclusively liberal arts schools that were like sixty thousand dollars a year and And you're um, like okay we will be breaking up and then he was applying to those jobs and doing like a summer month long enrichment program in Cambridge, England. That was like $10,000. And while I was working at like a burrito place at yeah. home. and I think it was him visiting me while I was working at the burrito place that I was like, Oh, this is not going to work out. I am, I'm a servant to the earth and you will go to college for free. Even if you major in fucking fashion. I'm reading an incredible book right now, right here, called My Brilliant Friend by Elena oh, Ferrante. Yeah. It's so that. good. And she mar- she is like a... I never know, read it, but one of them's rich and pretty, right? Or something? Go ahead. One of them is starts off very poor and marries really rich. And oh. she, like, I think is her best friend right now is like... She dresses like a fucking duchess and is abandoning us. And it's like, yeah, I would for sure do that. I would for Easily. sure. I would, turn my, I would retire all my tools. I would never touch a thing again. My sister's like that. My sister grew up with me. No money, zero money. Now is married to a guy who has like a, a good, not just, he has like good blue yeah. coat. He like is the manager of a, um, what's it called? Scrap metal yard. He, like, makes just, like, more than we've ever made, but, like, totally reasonable. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, you hear her on the phone with the plumbers, and she's like, um, okay, if you think that that's what a toilet should be like when it flushes, you are really delusional. I'm I'm like, bitch, you were fucking ankle deep in toilet juice a week ago, okay? Get the fuck out of here. I love it. Yeah, I think the goal is to uh, rise out of your income class, but maintain your sense of character and be nice to people still. I mean, I would just start dressing like a cult person with like, you know, the, the like flax and long robes and big scarves over me and just be like, I want to give back to the people, but I have to take care of family first. I I think I would become a huge bitch if I married rich. I would for sure become, look, I would make myself look like a real housewife. I would get lip fillers, big tits, personal trainer, eat quinoa for every meal. Oh my God. Can we, I want a boob job so bad. I need Could you after I saw everyone's after I saw everyone's boobs Jordan and I went to a backyard Halloween party on Saturday and we saw a lot of pictures of boobs and after that I say I need I need to get mine lifted. What a fun thing. But I will say the free like I'm watching this show with Nicole Kidman. Her face is amazing. Oh my god. It, is there a new episode out um on HBO? There's um, episode 2. Yeah, I have to watch it tonight. What's it called again? 
Oh my god, I don't even know, dude. Fuck. It's the same. It's Nicole Kidman, rich, disturbed woman. Yeah, I don't know. Poor we person gets murdered. We love watching rich people. We, we love lo- watching them. We love watching them get disturbed by and a lower income person. Literally, yeah. big little lie. Shailene Woodley comes on, single mom, lives in a shack by the sea. Everyone's like, "What's her deal? What's her deal? How is her face so big and her body so small?" Yes. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't Pretty know. Little Fires. Carrie Washington comes on, mess- and the whole town is shaken. What? Carrie Washington again, an actress who? Why does she make one facial expression the entire show? The whole show, she just raises her lip like this, the and you're like, "What is that? That's every every single line you say. You it's lift huge. your lip up." But um, Nicole Kidman in this... Her face is a fucking... Yo, yeah, what, That's we, my goal. Jeff Akuri, R. Curie, was talking to me about somebody that he was maybe, like, dating or something who was, like, I'm the... I think it was Jeff. It might not have been. But it was somebody who was, like, I am the person who... Um, d- who manages Nicole's face on sets. Because she has what? so many Botox holes, it's their oh job gosh. to like shut up holes. Holes, straight up holes, dude. Like it's their job to edit the holes. Shut up. Yeah, isn't that Wait, wild? so she does post editing or she does pre like I think makeup on it. I think it's post editing. Like shut Nicole up. is like if there, you know, if there's a hole, you're gonna have a hole in your goddamn head. Do you yeah. get holes from Botox? I don't know. I think maybe if you get them enough, but it, I mean, he's and then I look closely yeah. on the show, and there are like pock marks. Not pockmarks but holes and i mean she looks so incredibly frightening like i would it's easier for me to watch a a grandfather who has been an alcoholic since the vietnam war than to watch her face move around in that fucking show she has no wrinkles she looks like a porcelain doll she looks like the stitch it the 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 nightmare before christmas Sally. Yes, she looks like that bitch. Where her lips are like she looks tight like in that, the sides. Yeah. It's so scary. She does. You want to be like, like bitch, just go with it. You gotta age. We're go gonna be okay. Death oh, is gonna be a you swift get to the point silence. Where it's too late. Sometimes, if you do a lot of Botox, you just gotta do it for the rest of your life. Right, like like Monica from Friends. Yes, her face looks insane. She must chill. She cannot keep doing that shit. I know at a certain point you're like, all right, all right, make me look old. Let out the let out the slack. Yeah, honestly, I go back and forth on the Botox thing. I think I'm gonna do the au naturel. I don't. I wouldn't mind a good facelift halfway through my, you know, at like 58. But like, yeah, yeah, pull it all back at once. Don't just keep jerk, you know, like a jury jerry rigging the different parts of it. I know. I would love if something came out in like 10 years. That's like Botox is killing you. There's, and here's all this stuff or like some disease comes out. That's that gets caused by Botox. And so I can put it off of my skincare. I mean, my friend that was all fucked up at that show that we were at the other night has already gotten lip fillers. Oh, she has lip fillers. Yeah. Yeah, she did once, but Mm -hmm. they like go away pretty fast. But like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know young people who are just, yeah, already getting so much shit. I'm like, yo, if you hate your nose, get a nose job. If you hate your stomach, get your, like, do whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do. But the whole, like, anti-aging mechanisms are Mm -hmm. so ineffective and so frightening. It's crazy, and it's so obvious, too, especially the lip fillers. And um, Botox is very shiny. It feels like if you rub their face, your hand will squeak on it. Well, it just looks like clay. It looks like you could push your finger yeah. right through their fucking head. Yes. It's so like, they lo- all look like wax sculptures. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. <sighs> but I already, but then, at 29, feel my face. I can feel it, like, 
the gravity. I'm getting to the point mm-hmm. where, you know, when you get out of the shower and you wipe your face with a towel, mm-hmm. I'm now, like, wiping up instead of pulling down. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I'm like, let's fucking not add to right. this shit. Yeah, you're supposed to uh, lotion up, too, in an yeah. upward motion, right? Which I think is an urban legend. But... My stepmom, who's like owns a salon, t- always tells me to put on under eye cream with my ring fingers because it doesn't pull oh. on your skin so much. And I'm like, that oh is gosh. so scary that I could wow. pull my... Yeah, totally. Well, now I know. That yeah. is crazy. My goal is to be off of a screen and kind of just be doing stand-up or at-home stuff uh, so no, the world yeah. doesn't have to watch me age. I think that... If you're not on TV and you're just home with your kids and husband or partner, then you can chill on the Botox, I think. Totally. That is the plan. Yeah. Also, my mom is pretty good to look at and she's 62 or something, but... Yeah, my mom looks good too. My dad aged pretty rapidly, but he also refused to go to doctors and smoked two packs a day. Right. That'll do it. That will do it. I feel like if you exercise at this point in your life, it'll be crucial to later on Um, how are you dealing with exercise outside are you still running it outside so i do a jog outside i have an app called varus and they're like guided jogs so they tell you like when to go fast today i ran 4.5 miles (gasps) yay good brag so i do that every other day and then on day off i'll do yoga or something but um I'm just doing the body weight app right now, which is just like, you oh, know, right. push-ups and pull-ups. And it's yeah, it's, it's pretty great. cool, though. But I'm going to start going back to Blink because I hate the cold so much. I hate it's the cold dude. so much. I was running today. The wind blew me literally into the river. It I biked home awful. last night and I was put being pushed on my fuck? bike hard. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, I think it's that hurricane wind or something. Yeah. I, th- I, I would like to be able to run outside, but every time... I don't know. I could run outside quick and come back in and then do, like, a workout, but the, mm-hmm. like, long endurance runs, mm-hmm. fuck my ass. They suck Yeah, it was back. awful. It was really bad. I don't know. I'm going to take it day by day. I just know, like, when I lived in Buffalo, I would run outside in, like, two-degree weather. So I'm like, you can Me do Me too. It. When I lived in Buffalo, right? I was running outside every right. day, and it was so... In, like, snow. Like, straight yeah, up I, piles shredding, of snow. I would have, there would be ice on the side. I remember, like specifically ice on the sidewalk i'd get home at five from work it would be dark out already or i would jog in the morning before work i don't know why i became such a pussy well when me and you were on that rooftop show the other night i was like kind of panicking about how much of a bitch i was like i was like bro i am wearing so many pants i am wearing so many sweaters i have the biggest jacket i'm dying yeah and i was like how is it only 45 degrees and i think i'm gonna fucking jump off this roof right now so brutal I think maybe we haven't been outside as much. So when you're like walking to the train and just like even jostling between shows, you're like, okay, all right, I'm getting used to this. But standing on a roof, just standing there, that's fucking chilly. It's going to be um, so nice to have a slow winter. It's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm going to get the shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised they haven't invented something that's like winter skin and it's like a fucking thermal protective super type layer right. that just does. You know what I mean? I'm like, how hard can that be? A goddamn yeah, Spider-Man suit? Let's do it. No, it like do- under armor. but yeah. it doesn't do it. It's not. <laughs> I, I mean, like you put it on and you're actually warm. Like you just are right. like. Right, right. That's got to exist. 
Probably like Olympic skiers have something like that. Yeah, I'm like, let's get the like, you know, the veins of geothermal, right? You know, so I hit a button and it's like 98 degrees, you know. Right. (laughs) Let's do it. That sounds great, like an electric blanket, but it's your skin. My, I, I every year try and get enough money to buy my mom an electric Carhartt coat. But to be honest, the reason why I never do it is because I have OCD and I'm always worried that it's going to set my mom on fire. I know. That is a thing with electric blankets. Yeah. That would be Does crazy it? if you set your mom on fires. I it's think like, I'm fine with setting myself on fire. I would set my right. dad on fire, but not my... No way. Right. That would be crazy. I know. It's a good story. It's not a good story. It's a bad story. I, speaking of stories, I'm trying to write a show right now about my paralyzed friend. My God. Is that hard mm-hmm. to make funny? Tell you what. Yeah, that is pretty hard. But I'm thinking so, maybe it can be a little hybrid euphoria. You know what I mean? Um... Definitely. I think before you write a show, all you have to do is be like, is it drama, dramedy, shtick yeah. comedy, like The Office, or is it more like Seinfeld, reality comedy? Um, but you can still make that funny. I mean, they have shows about fucking... Totally. I mean, we did edibles together and got fucked up all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would be... I think people would call it heartfelt. Yeah, I mean, I th- um, I know everybody says Fleabag like, but that's like a dark comedy. Yeah, I would say it was it would be more a realistic portrayal of what it was like mm-hmm. with her, without being too like um, green booky, uplifting in a way that was it isn't based on what it actually was like. No, this was gonna be like grotesque. This is gonna be yeah. like her being paralyzed and like. Me accidentally almost, like, cutting her in half by, like, trying right. to get her out of her chair when I'm blackout, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Thanks. We'll um, see. With some, like, funny dialogue from her about, you know, maybe, like, fights that you kind of had, if you had fights of just, like, not fights, but, like, funny bickering. Totally, yeah. I wanted to, I mean, there are so many funny parts. There's, like, her being, like... Maybe I can figure out, you know, like there were specialists who'd be like, you can still orgasm through your ears. You know what I mean? There could what? be a fucking, yeah, totally. I mean, no there, yeah, there's so many things. Cause you know, we talked about it. She was like a super sexual person and she was like, what? I just can't fuck. And then we were yeah. like, well, there's stuff that says that you can still, if you have feeling in your ears, you can still come. How did she ever do it? No way. But we tried. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so, there were so many funny aspects. I mean, she had a nurse that was working for her who she had such a crush on. This woman was so fucking hot. She, like, drove a motorcycle. And we were like, oh, hell yeah. Helene at least has, like, there's, like, some sexual stuff mm-hmm. going on in this. And she just, they, she was, like, kind of falling in love with her. And then that woman got fucking hit by a car on her motorcycle and died. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. It was, like, so, and my dad died while I was taking care of Helene. Mm-hmm. It was, like, epic to the point where I was like, bro, I'm going to start doing stand-up comedy. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? That is like an origin story type of thing. And also it's like when you see something like that in a sh- TV show, you're like, that would never happen. Totally. It was so weird. That's what but, I, And I was so drunk that I never think about it. But I've lately been like thinking back on all the shit. And I'm like, holy crap. That was so yeah, crazy that people let me do that. That people, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I always think of like college. I was blackout for most weekends. And if I'm falling asleep, I'll think back to, like, 
insane times and you're just like what the fuck happened i, have, I can't like, believe they let us do errors. that for four years i know i know four straight fucking years blacking out to the end oh yeah all the way up until the very last goddamn day yeah but would you take it back if you could college um, I I think of, I actually think about this all the time lately, just because the state of my life has been very, um, wow, this wouldn't happen if I was, went to UB for nursing, you know? Yeah, totally. So wow. honestly, probably, I probably, the value of my college, eh, but then you're like, but I'm me, but I like hate myself. So right, right, right. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm very funny, not because of college, but it did kind of like make me insecure in a way that helped me with my stand-up and to become self-deprecating and um i think i would have just had me drop out two years in. yeah you know what i mean like two years of like learning yeah. how blackout works learning right. you know what it's like to yeah. be sexually assaulted and then drop out <laughs> you know what i mean like the associate's degree of sexual assault it yeah. was very yeah i even by the last year i was like i can't do this again this is so especially a space like alfred or geneseo you're like this place is so small i fucked everyone everyone else is gay everyone else is you know dead and yeah. i have to do this again and the the teachers the professors at geneseo try to keep it like high quality so they don't give out any a's so it was like impossible Ugh. to get a good GPA. So and I feel spent good four about years. Yourself, yeah. Yeah. So I spent four years at this shitty place that no one knows, and I didn't even have a good GPA. Well, it was like three point five, but it was like it was. Yeah, my up. GPA was dog shit. I mean, and it was like yeah. I really did try. That's the thing that was fucked yeah. up. Yeah. If you're um. paying this much for a school that no one's gonna know, and you go to New York City, and they're like, "What's Genesoa? You should give us everybody A's, because did it's you know not a guy named school. Did you know a guy named Kai Riffle? Maybe. He went to ACS and then Geneseo. Oh, really? I'll look him up. Mm. Everyone looks familiar from there. Yeah, everyone from upstate looks familiar. They're all Everyone. Look- they all look the same incest freaks. Girls are too hot for the guys. Do you know any other female comics from Buffalo? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Not living in in the city. There, I know comics from Buffalo. They're men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. there's a lot of guys there. But um, would I take college? I think I would go back. Say, take a year off, learn how to like yourself, so that you don't black out and fuck ugly dudes, and then think about if you want to go live in a dorm or if you want to get like a degree that will get you a job and live from home or live in an apartment in Buffalo and just do that because it was like for some reason I was so sold on the college town experience and it was just like a fucking waste of money when I would just take a year off do coding learn how to code yeah yeah and then decide learn how to be an electrician carpenter code some sort of trade Preferably something that isn't that physical, like plumbing would be good. Mm-hmm. And then go to school because, yeah. I mean, I if somebody had literally just steered me in the direction of a f- the philosophy section at the Ithaca Library, I wouldn't yeah. have needed to go to college at all. I yeah, just didn't really like, know it existed. Oh, just send me the 10 essays that I had to analyze in my career, in my college career. 
and we're good to go. It's I did just learn how to hold court, though, in college. Because in high school, you couldn't really hold court. I mean, you could amongst your friends, but you couldn't because you're so terrified because everybody had, like, watched you grow up and you wanted to mm-hmm. impress them. But in college, it was, like, enough people where you were like, I can captivate. I can make all of these people laugh in this group mm-hmm. without, like, because they don't know where I came from. They didn't see me as, like, a fat mall goth. That's true. Um, and college was definitely good for that. Yeah, college was, I know, it's like ultimately, okay, if I stayed in Buffalo and did like the technical thing, would I be more of a shelled, sheltered person who isn't able to ultimately do comedy because you didn't black out and get confidence from doing all that? Yeah. And then I was also like the editor of my school newspaper, and I think that gave me like a work ethic of like deadlines and managing people and that I think is helping now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to say. It is hard to say. It's hard to say if you change anything about the past, obviously, because it would I know. interrupt the present. But I definitely will say if, if I had kids, I would not ever push it. And yeah, I was I, certainly pushed into college. But I think even by the time we have kids, college is going out of style a little bit more. I don't understand year. why my parents, my parents both went to an Ivy League university Yeah. for my dad for journalism, my mom for vet. And both of them ended up as poor carpenters. I'm like, yeah. why did you push college on me? What the hell? Right. And they're no, like, we both... don't want you to be carpenters like us. And I was like, you did. You went to school. Right. You are in debt. I know. <laughs> it was crazy. You have a Cornell degree. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. My parents both went for. Like my mom wanted to be on like a radio person. And then I think she got one radio job and either took it and quit or didn't take it because it was too low paying. And now all the time she's like, I just wish I would have stayed in radio. I could have been like you, a star. And then my dad went to school for music and then he just became a, you know, freight logistics guy. Like an engineer kind of? No, like operations management for FedEx. Oh, like I see. Freight docks. Yeah. Um, yeah, my sister says the same thing about hockey. She's like, I wish I had just only pursued hockey. And it's like, it's hard to, I mean, that's why I dropped out of grad school. Because I was just like, let's put all my eggs in this basket for sure. But I, um, I guess I'm also like, recently I stopped. I don't know if it's a stimulus or if it's the unemployment or whatever, but I did kind of stop worrying about money like the future Mm -hmm. of having a lot of money which Mm -hmm. scares the shit out of my parents but it is like yeah i don't know it's just not i don't know if it's i would like to i would like to be comfortable and stuff but i guess i i guess i stopped worrying about the sensation of being like i need to figure out how to have a really low amount a really stable amount of income coming in yeah you know what i mean whereas like now it's like at some point i want a lot of income coming in but before, right. when I was going to grad school, I was like, I just need, like, a little bit at one time. You know right. what I mean? Where now I was like, no, Definitely. no, I'm fine being poor for 10 years so long as it pays off. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, I f- also feel like the time we were raised in was very, like, um, we would watch a lot of, like, MTV Cribs. And you're like, that's the fucking life I want. Yeah. And then maybe you didn't think about, like, just a stable income until you were applying to grad school. But then you're in the middle of yeah. a comedy career, too. Totally. No one, they don't teach you like, oh, um, if you want to do something creative, 
That's awesome, but it might be a long road. So you have to like doing that thing enough, but we support you. But if you want something stable, think about your intelligence and your capacity. <laughs> and not even intelligence, but just like if you want to be a doctor, that's a lot of work. But if you want to be a nurse, that's a great income and less work. Yeah. You know, like it was no weird watching some of that. my friends be like, I know that I said that I was going to move to New York to you with you and do X, Y and Z. But I come from a family of nurses and I'm going to stay in that family of nurses. Right. And, and you're wow. like, what? No. You know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. And now they're doing it and have a kid in a house. And you're like, wow, you yeah. like made the right. You made a great move for Congrats. yourself. You know, I know. That's great. I feel like you should be more honest with high schoolers about passions versus reality and. Um, how feasible would it be to have a hockey career if your sister pursued it versus, like, the reality? See, of- but I think the in-between is the issue. Like, I think people being like, I think people being like, you want to be, you want to be smart about it, but you also want to pursue your passions. Like, I feel yeah. like that's what our parents did, which is a little bit fucked up because it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, you want to be able to have stable income, but you also want to do what you love because they're the boomers, right? So they keep like leaving their jobs to do new jobs that they like better. Always. But I feel like if somebody had been like to my sister, like, just go, go for your dream, fuck it. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe she would have been better off than like right. the trying to find stability, but also doing the, right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can do this, but also do this. It's yeah. almost like you really, really need to go full delusion mm-hmm. or full nine to five. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. I think when I started stand up, I was full delusion because it was easier to tell myself this is going somewhere. That'll be me in five years. Oh, um, I will be there. And Obviously, I'm still confident, but um, because I was abandoning this, like, stable lifestyle that I had ingrained in me of, like, nine to five with health insurance, that was my home, yeah, my lifestyle growing up. So when I started comedy, I was like, uh-oh, going against my family values. Let's tell ourselves this is going to work out or else they're going to disown you. But they were supportive, right? Yeah, they were supportive. But when I started making, like, money... That's when they were like, whoa. Yeah. It wasn't. Now they're like, there's the comedian. We love her. Before it was not. It didn't. They didn't take it serious. But it was like, there was like an air of like, where's this going? Are you getting paid? Um, My parents were so like. If I did an open mic, they were like, you are amazing. Really? Like they were, yeah, they were, like, wow. introducing me at the grocery store to every person we ran into. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was, I mean, I could do heroin and paint a picture and be the heroin wow. painter. And my parents would be like, we knew it. We knew That's that great. you were. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. They were supportive, but there was always this underlying, like, where are you going to get your money? That's how they were with my sister. But with me, it was yeah. just like the fucking I, I literally could do no wrong i mean especially with my mom i could just like mm-hmm. just end up in jail and she would just be like mm, you would because you're creative you know and it was like <laughs> jesus christ mom that's great you know yeah but my sister did something wrong and they're like god damn it you're supposed right. to be the a personality type right. you know right we don't have room for jordan to be yeah totally um yeah yeah it's hard definitely passions but smart about them and kind of like telling like a high schooler uh you don't have to pick everything now 
and no one's going to think you're a social pariah for not going to a school with like a brick buildings and dorm rooms. Totally. Yeah. Because it costs a lot of fucking money. Um, Joe Biden said he'd forgive 10% of. I know. Student loans. I'm like, all right. You need a little bit. You need to hike that bitch up. I know. At first I was excited and then I was like, oh, that's like $4,000. I just want to know if we're going to get more stimulus. That's all I want to know. Was it 10% or $10,000? It was 10%. Oh, maybe you're right. It was $10,000, yeah. That's awesome. Because that, I think that's what I was like, wow. Yeah, I think it's $10,000. Or maybe, I don't know. Speaking but, of Joe Biden, the election. Okay, so. Yes, yeah, so. Coping mechanisms. Yes, yeah, so. If Biden guys, wins. Well, let's talk about uh, the possibilities of today, which is Tuesday, because I'm kind of apprehensive that there's going to be a definite by the end of the night so you should go in with no expectations to know if the polls read that biden won we're all gonna celebrate but please don't lose your goddamn mind the revolution is far from over it's an uphill battle with that man he's not the best like I know, I think there's a lot of like, let's just get this done on November 3rd, and then finally I can go back to not paying attention to social issues. And it's like, yeah, okay, he's in. That just like gets Trump out of there, but there's so much other stuff, and he's so moderate that like there's so much more. But I, think I mean, that's what we did with this. Obama, where we just stopped paying yeah. attention to Obama, and then Obama did like a million drone strikes and deportations and yeah. all this shit. When it was like, Everyone's like, he's black, we're fine. Yeah, um, but Biden is yeah obviously the worst of the fucking nominees. But I mean of the Democrats. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean if Trump wins, you, uh, I'm gonna you know start a small business of mm-hmm. dealing birth control and pushing women downstairs mm-hmm. who are pregnant if they need it and um, right. But I feel like you have to remind yourself, okay, Trump won. I'm still alive from 2016. I thought we were all going to die after that. Senate could go blue. There's a lot of changes that's happening in local elections that could be good for a lot of people. And there's a possibility that the next Democratic nominee might not be a puppet. You know what I mean? It could be somebody who is maybe an establishment Democrat, but also has like a little bit more democratic socialist values or something. Right. It could, there could be a silver lining. Um, I have so many fucking dude guy friends who are like, yo, if Trump wins again, I'm going to get a gun. And you're like, what? Oh That's like you being God. like, if Trump wins again, I'm going to become a conservative. You're like, what right. are you talking Why about? Why would you get a gun? Like, who's that helping? It's so crazy. It's like they're they're like there's gonna be a civil war, and it's like yo, you are like a white yeah. upper middle class kid in New York right. City. You're gonna be just fine, motherfucker. Yeah, your parents like, pay your rent. You'll be okay. Your parents pay your rent in Bed-Stuy. You'll be okay. In Bushwick, yeah. It's like yeah. it is totally. I mean, I I do know a lot of people who are doing that, and it's like you're just hoping that the chaos will ensue so that you can have something to gripe about because I know. your life is boring. People are like. Yeah. I know, it's like, and it's always, like, white guys who think that they're in the line of fire for, like, anything Trump-related. I'm like, no one's thinking of you. No one is targeting you. You'll be okay. 
I wonder if, I mean, when Amy Comey, Coney Barrett um, got into the Supreme Court, it was really weird because I felt like such a fucking baby, but I like, I was imagining when my moms like found out that gay marriage was legalized and how we all like celebrated mm -hmm. and it was really exciting and we were all like stoked and my moms could get married and it was like yeah. we were kind of like tearing up and my mom like doesn't cry and I when she got in I just like was remembering that and I like totally broke right. down I was so devastated yeah. and I was like I mean it is really 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 crazy to have history be reversed in such a like, right. to be having history move so rapidly in the liberal mm -hmm. cities and then to have it completely depicted as the polar opposite in Congress is so fucking weird. It's so it's handmaid's so tale -y. And my question is, like, um, is contraceptive, abortion, gay rights the top of anyone's priority list? Like, no. There's so much other shit going on. So to make that a priority, then you're just fucking evil. Right, exactly. Yeah, why would that be? Yeah, because, I mean, you have to remember the religion. Yeah. Which still plays a huge role, which is so spooky, but it is like... Yeah. Our country I is founded forget. upon fucking... I mean, I was thinking about when people swear into the fucking courthouses and they're like... Yeah. They're like, I swear to tell the whole truth, but nothing but the truth, so help me God. Like, that's right. the pinky promise is so help... One nation under God. And, like, yeah, so it is, like, if we have a country of pious people, that means to the conservatives yeah. that we have a country of straight, heteronormative, non, right. you know, completely, you know, no no trans, no, none of this, because that's, like, right. Satan's work, which is, I mean, I have, like, I know people who, like, very firmly believe in that shit, and it is, like, it's uh, it's crazy that it's all in the same country. It's crazy that we're not talking about that it's not the United States versus another country, like, taking us over. You know what I mean? Right. We're not talking about, like, oh, shit, like, Russia might be, like, you know, right. taking the United States in. It's, like, no, it's, like, literally right. state by state. It's not even yeah. state by state. It's if me and you drove four hours mm -hmm. yeah. north or, you know what I mean? Yeah, we totally, totally hit it immediately. I know. It's so true. It's, um... It's really bizarre. I always forget about the religion thing because I'm like, this is Me based too. on, and then I remember they, it's cra not crazy, but they're just like, it's instilled in them, and yeah, it's as much as we don't believe it, they believe it. It's the same, yeah. you know. It's like it's like equal, yeah. It was weird to have one of my friends like I r realized that they were really religious, and I was like, whoa, whoa. So like, because they do stand up, and I was like opening for them, and I was like. When I do all these jokes about my moms, like, you're thinking in your head, like, in the context of, like, oh, my moms who are also going to perish in a fiery right. inferno in hell. And he, he was like, yeah, unfortunately, it really? really bums me out that your moms are going to go to hell. It, like, really upsets me. And it was like, whoa, can you wow. drop me off? I mean, we're still friends, wow. but it is. And it was like, yeah, my, my aunt is, like, really religious. And my dad and her stopped talking eventually because she kept trying to turn him religious. But... She would be, she was so devastated that my dad died without accepting Jesus. Like, she was so upset that she wasn't going to get wow. to hang with her brother in heaven. And it was, like, such wow. an authentic devastation. Yeah. And I, it, it's hard for you to believe that they actually believe it, but it is, like, it is, like, 
once you realize how firmly you believe in what you believe in, if you then just think of that, on, like they are like, dude, this book was written. We were given the outlines and like, right. obvious. it says in the book that Satan is going to lead us more and more away from the truth. Therefore, liberal values, science are Satan at work. Right. And it's really unfortunate that people are falling for it. And you're like, right. holy shit, right. how can I even begin to argue with you about Trump if this is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The interesting thing is Trump isn't even like religious. He's not even He's a terrible. Yeah, he's not he doesn't talk about God. He's like he used to be registered Democrat. He's not even like conservative. So like what the fuck is his deal? He's just pandering and using these people who have a way of thinking and just appealing to him so his name can be on the White House for the next four years. We need to actually... have psilocybin put into the water instead of fluoride. Everybody mm-hmm. has to be dosed with a light amount of mushrooms, and then we need to have a milit mm-hmm. not a military. We need to have a grassroots coup, where we choke hold all the all the corporations by stop buying, and mm-hmm. then we stop participating in government. They'll shut off our, our electricity. We'll figure out how to make it work. Everything will be crazy, but we'll have we'll break off into you know, I'll I'll be the carpenter. You know what I mean? There'll be all these mm-hmm. different. Everybody will have their right. selected, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, roles that they play and then we can have you know maybe like multiple governments or a different you know we put it in place put in place somebody that we actually want that we don't vote through an electoral college but we actually vote through a majority and then um yeah and then but i don't think that anything can change so long as we have this fucking yeah the system that we have set up, set up with our unbelievable yeah. dogmatic obsession with the constitution and yeah. our like, uh, you know, obsession with capitalism and anti, mm-hmm. I mean, my sister the other day, my fucking sister who we are so close in our upbringing and our, be- we're, we're identical in our beliefs. And the other day I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that we can't have somebody who's more so democratic socialist. And she was like, well, and I was like, especially after the pandemic revealed that the $600 stimulus, which is just socialism at its finest, works so well. And she mm-hmm. was like, she was like, okay, yeah, but like, you can't have a socialist. The United States can't become socialist. Socialism doesn't like work. And like, the stimulus wasn't necessarily socialist. And like, also people just used it to not work. And I was like, bitch, oh are you kidding me? No one was able to work. It was so crazy to hear her say this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're just repeating what you're like. Right. Uh, baby daddy says, or like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what you always, Everyone always is. Yeah. Everyone's was, just repeating something, their boyfriend or something they heard on a podcast. No one knows what they're talking about. Everyone just picks who to listen to and then spews that info back. Yeah. I mean, she's also a person who was like, everything needs to open back up immediately, which is like. Ooh. We're still wow. not open, right? We were going to open November 1st, indoor. It's not open. Food? Dining? Um, No, dining's open. Dining's 25% capacity, and I think it just went up to 50. Wait, Although when I... was it at 25%? September 30th. Yeah, but 25% is like nobody's sitting. People are just going in and pulling it back outside, right? Because it's so low. Um, I think there's some people who have some tables inside. Um, but I think it went up to 50 this week. Wow. Have you or eaten inside at all? Have you seen it? I ate inside upstate. Yeah, upstate. But I mean upstate. in New York City. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it in New York. Like a pizza shop where it's like there's one table. Yeah, usually we just go outside. 
It's like my first instinct is to be like, we'll sit outside. You forget that you can go inside. Because we've just, it's just been our way of life since March. So I don't know. I think it's hard for restaurants right now. That indoor show I did the other day was brutal. Yeah, that shit is whack. I mean, that was an indoor show on Wednesday, and it was like obviously poorly run, but it was also like the space because it was so low capacity. I mean, and people had to be behind sneeze guards. The good audience members were like trapped away from you, like fucking right. bubble people. But then when me and you had those shows on whatever Halloween, it, I was blown away by how many people came out. Me too. That was so I do crazy. think that people needed something to do for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did because there's no parties. Yeah. So I don't think it's a reflection of comedy in the cold. I think it was more like people were like, oh, I'll do that on Halloween because they have somewhere to go. Have you, what about um, your other outdoor shows? I mean, I guess the first one I did that day was low, but then the second two we did was good. Yeah, the second two were good. I and still I feel like other two, other ones that I've been doing, I guess I haven't been. Yeah. When was the last time you were at New York Comedy Club? Um... Recently, right? It was supposed to be last week, but I went out of town. Uh, no, I think I had one this week. I think, yeah. I think and I was still there Monday pe- or something. People are still going. Those are still popping. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, people have to drink. They are People mm-hmm. must drink and they have to socialize. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway. Shall we up, wrap it up for the day? Most what time is it? How long have we been going? My pants. 57. Oh, my God. Okay, was there any last things we were going... Wow, that was a short, long one. No, um, guys. Take it easy. Be kind yeah, to yourself. Yeah, take it easy. To wrap it up, just be gentle on yourself. If Trump wins, it's not the... It, well, it is the end of the world, but we'll band, we'll band together. We'll band together. You have your girls with you. And don't watch the polls all day or else you'll lose your mind because you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, okay, we love you so much. Uh, get a vibrator. It's changed my life. Um, yep. Maddie, um, I feel like there was one more thing we were going to touch upon. Uh, um, nope, that's it. Okay, Yuck. love you guys so much. Mm, bye, y'all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.